Hello again, Tom Walker here, MassAc Unit 1. Today is Wednesday, March the 9th, 2022. And uh, today we wanted to talk to you about our recent grading scale change uh, that uh, was passed at the most recent uh, regular school board meeting at the end of February. Uh, we just want to kind of go through the rationale uh, behind that grading scale change and then uh, some of the timeline impacts um, of this, uh, you know, and, and some other interesting news and items that we might have about this. Um, once again, I am joined by our superintendent, Jason Hayes. Thanks, Tom. So it took us a little little more than a week to get this out. We apologize for that, but we've been trying to work through this change. This is not a change that we normally make in the middle of the year, so I think everybody's aware of that. This is something that uh, it was brought to our attention, and uh, we found um, to our surprise that we were so far out of line with a lot of districts, uh, in fact, almost all districts around us, that we decided to make a change in mid-year, and that's uh, taken a little little work on uh, on our part and uh, some of the te- technology director's part there <laughs> and Tom. But well, what we're doing here is we're just going to explain why it came about, how it came about, and what we're doing, and what you'll see uh, moving forward. Yeah, and and before we get into the the actual rationale as to what we did, we we you know wanted to make sure that it would be possible um, with our current set, uh, setup, and so that was. Uh, before you know, we were approached about this, and we'll get into that a little bit, and what we did to get to this point, um, we had to make sure that this was a, an actual feasible thing that we could do mid-year. And once we discovered that it was, you know, then you know we moved forward. But what led us to this, as far as um, you know, looking at our grading scale? Yeah, let's just give a little background first. So, it, just in case, I know not everybody is a teacher out there. I think everybody's pretty knowledgeable about a grading scale, but essentially. Just in case, just a review of a grading scale is simply a translation from a numeric grade in a grade book to a letter grade. And it's a very arbitrary translation of grading scales. There are different grading scales. There's probably, uh, you know, several different grading scales out there. Uh, None of them really have a lot of uh, logic behind them. They're just, it's an arbitrary translation. This equals an A this number equals a B and so on. So um, we have been on a grading scale. I was hired in MassEC Unit 1 in 1997, the summer of 1997, and I was told when I was hired in that MassEC Unit 1 has a district-wide grading scale because we're a unit district. Makes sense. So our district-wide grading scale, they told me, is 93 to 100 is an A, uh, 85 to 92 is a B, and so on. And the lowest passing grade is a 70. Uh, and so I took that, started teaching, and never looked back. And I believe, uh, I don't think I've ever looked back since then. So that's uh, 25 years ago. Uh, and this came up recently, as Tom mentioned. A parent reached out to us and asked, why are we the only school around here that still has that modified grading scale? Why are we not on a 10-point scale like so many schools around us? And to be quite honest, I had no idea. Uh, and I'd say most of us did not have any idea that we were uh, an odd oddity in that in that respect. So the first thing we did is we started researching and trying to figure out uh, how many districts were uh, like us, how many were different, and uh, what skills were they using. And yeah, so uh, we ran a uh, survey and, and, and essentially the Shawnee school region, uh, it, which is including you know, the southernmost 11 counties in Illinois. And we got responses from 28 school districts. And of, that, of those 28, 25 were using what they call a traditional 10-point grading scale. By that we mean we mean you know 90 to 100 is an A, um, an 80 to an 89 is a B, and so forth going backwards. Um, but of the 28, three were using a modified grading scale. Um, in one of those three was us, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we were one of the three. But the the, the interesting part about that was, um, from our understanding, we were the only K-12 school district using a modified grading scale. The other two of the three were K-8. Yeah, I believe they were elementary districts, not unit districts, nor did they have high school districts in them, which is important because this really impacts the grading scale really impacts the high school age students more than anybody, I think. I mean, there is an impact uh, as far as honor roll and other things, but really, uh, when you really talk about monetary impact and uh, in your future, it's at the high school level. And from my other research, just in the region, uh, looking into Western Kentucky, uh, similar results there, uh, a lot of the traditional 10-point scale. Um, so again, we were kind of a, an anomaly, if you will, um, outlier um, with the, you know, previous scale that we were on yeah and it was a shock to me i don't know about you tom but as we started talking about it for just from an administrative team and then some of our administrators started talking to teachers uh, it was quite a, quite obvious that our students were at a disadvantage uh, because of our grading scale because we were the only ones using that one and a lot of the uh, high school scholarship uh, applications and and different uh, monetary uh, awards that high schoolers get are based on GPAs and that letter grade. So we were basically holding our students at a much higher bar uh, than all the area schools around us, and that was putting our uh, our graduating seniors at a severe disadvantage. And even our you know the juniors applying for scholarships. And you know I kind of fell in that lull because it was kind of a shock to me as well that this is something that has just always been done this way. You know, mm-hmm. I can remember, uh, you know, in my time through school now, I didn't go through here, but same deal, 93 mm-hmm. was an A. And mm-hmm. I remember transitioning to college, it's like, oh, I can get an 80 and it's a B. Right. Whereas right. before, I had to get an 85. And that, that can make a big difference. Um, so, th- th- you know, these, these thoughts kind of went through. And so we did our research and really wanted to make sure that, you know, again, hey, was this possible? Did our research. And then, um, you know, now uh, kind of moving forward that we realized, hey, we need to make this change kind of as soon as possible. Yeah, that, and that was the question. The key question was, how. okay, we know we need to make a change and, and fall in line with the other districts around us, but how do we do that? When can we do that? How can we do that fairly without negatively impacting anybody? And so we really had to take a hard look at the high school. The high school was really the only area where that was going to happen. And we wanted to make sure that kids weren't going to have an opportunity to take the same class at different years under different grading scales. I mean, that, that would not be fair uh, if they, you know, two seniors took the same class at different years and one, a 92 was a B of as our old grading scale, and then the next year a 92 was an A with the new grading scale. So uh, the high school principal uh, and teachers there and the guidance counselors, they looked at this really hard and went through student by student. And uh, first of all, we asked them, when can we make the change? Can we make the change? Like over four years, uh, would that work? Can we make the change all at once next year? Would that work? Um, or can we make a change right now and impact our graduating seniors, the class of 2022, a little bit? And so they, the high school really worked on this and worked on it for about a month and a half. And they finally came to us, uh, and Mr. Winhorse came to us with the recommendation that they could make this happen at the mid-year point. Um, and the reason for that is the first half of the year from August to December was already kind of in the books. It was static. The report cards and transcripts had already been posted. Some students had already sent that information to universities and institutions. So uh, we couldn't do anything with the fall semester, but uh, the recommendation was they could make this happen at the spring semester. And so that's kind of what we went with, and that's what we're trying to make happen right now. Yeah, and being a unit district, that kind of fell K-12. So it wasn't just the fact that we had transcripts that were already sent out. That was a big part of it. Um, but our report cards are, mm-hmm. are static as well. Those, those do not change. Um, so that, that, that's why the, 
uh, the first and second nine weeks or what we'd call the fall semester. Those are already posted. That's done. There's nothing we can do about that. But moving forward, January 2022, we realized we could do something with it. And that, that's kind of where we're at now. Um, so we're in that, you know, uh, do you want to talk about the kind of the implementation uh, moving in here? In the yeah, spring? so basically we're, we're implementing district-wide starting in January 2022. So uh, from January on, uh, because we have not posted any grades, uh, we've been assigning numeric values, but they haven't been translated into a grading scale yet and posted on a report card. And because of that, we're going to uh, implement the new grading scale, which will change some things. Uh, but it shouldn't really Im- impact anyone um, uh, negatively in any way uh, by making this change. And so what, what you will see for this next uh, report card that's coming up, which the report cards go out a week from today, next Wednesday, uh, I believe they, they will have the new grading scale uh, and the numbers and the numeric grades will reflect that new grading scale. Uh, and then moving forward, it will continue that. And uh, we really won't, uh, we won't have to look back from that point on. It will be a little bit of a change. And the one major change, I think, really, uh, like Tom said, the fall semester has already been posted and finalized. Those report cards are, are static. They are, you know, they're hard copies, uh, even though they're electronic. And so those grades are, are there. They will not change. Um, and when uh, you go into your parent portal on Alma, if you try to look at a active grade in the grade book for the first semester, the first nine weeks, the second nine weeks, say in October or any time in the fall, you won't see those grades any longer because we'll have to unpublish those. We have to rely on the report cards. So if you want to look back at your former grades, you have to look at the report cards this year only just because we're making this change at mid-year. You know, saying that right? Yeah, yeah. And it was more, that's more of a system setting thing. And a lot of it's you know, honestly, it is to avoid some confusion, too, because if those grades were out there, it would be a different possibly from what's on the report card. And again, we didn't want to have that confusion there because the report card is is pretty much the law at that point um, because it's already posted. Um, so that that's exactly right. Um, and we're just trying to make this as simple as possible for everyone involved. So, you know, we did our work to make sure that, you know, this is, um, you know, hopefully is smooth and we're trying to answer as many you know, questions as we can with it, too. Um, speaking of the new scale, though, we did talk, you know, kind of briefly there that it was a, a 90 to 100 is an A and so forth. Um, we have that in more detail posted uh, on, on our website, massac.org, um, and it's right at the very top. Big link says new unit uh, one grading scale. Um, click that link and a PDF will open. It'll show you what our previous scale was um, at the top, and then um, below it'll show you the new scale as to what we were moving to. Um, it's just so it kind of lines out, hey, this is exactly what an A-plus is. This is exactly what a C-plus is and, and so forth. And if you're wondering what do you need to do as a parent because of all this, uh, the answer is nothing. Uh, when you get your report card, your, your child's report cards um, next week, you, the grade should reflect this new grading scale, and you will see it. If you have any questions, you please feel free to reach out to your uh, classroom teacher or your building principal. But it should be pretty self-explanatory. And again, the, uh, the actual scale itself is linked on the main page of our website, so it's pretty self-explanatory. And it is a standard traditional scale uh, that uh, some people probably remember. I remember when I was younger, that was the scale we always had when I was in school. It was a 90 to 100, it's an A, an 80 to 89 is a B. It's, it's a, what's considered to be a very traditional grading scale. Um, so nothing really will change moving forward. The new um, um, honor roll and uh, figuring out all of, all of those things, those will remain the same. Uh, simply, there will probably be uh, uh, different 
groups. There will be maybe possibly some more students on the honor roll because of this. Uh, because the change, we are lowering that uh, that cutoff to match the surrounding school districts around us. And again, uh, if you feel like we're lowering the bar here, uh, just please know that we were one of the only schools uh, that we could find in our area that were still on this old traditional scale. Uh, and that just wasn't fair to our students. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to make this happen. And we're trying to, uh, it's a little bit of an inconvenience. And uh, we don't like to make changes like this in the mid-year and spring them on you like this, but we felt like it was the right thing to do for our students um, and our students moving forward. Right, and um, a couple of other just notes here. Just the uh, midterm uh, report that was sent for this current nine weeks, the third nine weeks, that won't change either uh, because that's a static report. That Again, that's just a kind of a progress report, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that won't change, so you know there may be a, a question or two about that. Um, but the actual posted report card grade, the one that, the one that counts, um, we'll get our new grading scale. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's a good point. The actual report cards do become part of the student's permanent record. The midterm reports, we used to call them progress reports back in the day. Those are not permanent records. They're just to give you an idea of how your child's performing in the middle of the nine weeks, and it's not something that we keep and add to the permanent record. So even though that is a static record, it's not a permanent no, record. Yeah. Whatever was on there is gone now. Right. You know, it's changed. That's so. just one of those things that we've uh, historically sent out, you know, mm-hmm. at, at the bit. Just like that, it's a progress report, um, but that, that won't change either. Um, but, no, this was certainly something that we wanted to uh, kind of address and hopefully – address any concerns and answer any questions that we could, um, you know, moving forward again, this is, uh, going to be, you know, from here on out. Yeah. And again, we apologize for the abrupt change in course. Uh, it was brought to our attention and, and actually a, a parent brought it to our attention and we do appreciate that because it was just something that was not on anybody's radar. We hadn't looked at this and, uh, given the, the difficulties that students have had over the past couple of years with the COVID pandemic, and all the other difficulties of remote learning. Uh, this is just one more uh, step that we can take to help uh, give back a little bit to our students, and, and hopefully the students will benefit this. And again, we're not giving them anything extra. We're just kind of putting them on the same level playing field as all their peers around us uh, is what we found. So that's why we're making this change. Uh, and if I can shift gears, Tom, on a positive note, uh, we are almost exactly one month in now, I think, since masks um uh, ceased to be mandatory in our schools and uh, when last I checked we had uh, very few if any students on quarantine uh, in the district and um, our numbers are are considerably low for the county and the region uh, so things are still looking good by the way of COVID and just so you know we still have masks available at the front door if any students uh, should wish to, to wear those, we encourage that. We're encouraging uh, choice in that matter. So uh, hopefully uh, we will be able to continue this um, trend and uh, we'll finish the school year strong. And I, I noticed that several of our teachers pointed out that they are seeing some very positive gains in our emerging readers. Some of our younger students with the letter sounds, the blends, and, and learning to read. Uh, without the mask, it seems to be helping a lot, and especially in our speech and, and, and different areas for our younger students. So we are very hopeful that we are past this COVID pandemic, pandemic, and we really thank everybody for their patience and all the hardship that you had to endure through everything. But I think we're, we're, we're on the mend now. So Yeah, cause, uh, and unbelievably, we're right at the two-year mark from that. So 
from when that this is, all it kicked is. off. It is. When so, they shut us all down, yeah, wasn't it? Yep, just about. Almost, well, that's, almost to the day. <laughs> that's hard to believe. So, yeah, and, uh, and as I'll kind of uh, go back, rewind a few seconds, uh, you were talking about the number of uh, students and staff that were excluded right now. And it's, uh, if I'm looking at this correct, it is zero. It is. There's a, a, a miss... Uh, there's a, a mistype, or I've mistyped something on the actual bar graph, but you're right, it is zero, so I'll have to fix that. So that's uh, pretty amazing, considering if we look back at around Labor Day weekend, we were over 100. So I just, you know, so, certainly something we've talked about before uh, here at board meetings or wherever, and I just, I think that's a certain, certainly something to be, you know, excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think we covered our grading scale stuff. Uh, was there anything else that we wanted to uh, touch on here? No, I just, uh, I'm just, we're kind of excited about making this change for our students. Again, hopefully it'll be pretty seamless. Uh, and if you have any questions, just feel free to reach out to your building principal uh, after we get those report cards out next week. But uh, if everything goes well, the new report cards that we distribute Wednesday should reflect these new changes. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they better. <laughs> no, I think we're in a good spot with it. And uh, like always, um, you know, try to uh, connect with us, um, follow our Facebook or Twitter, um, check our website. We do post, you know, very, you know, almost more frequently on our website with more, you know, actual, you know, good, solid information that we, you know, if anything changes like this grading scale thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, check that out, um, anytime massac.org and, um, you know, uh, we appreciate your time and, um, thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much. And have a great day.